You're listening to the Journey to Launch podcast, celebrating 1 million total downloads. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, 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 journeyers. This is a very, very special episode. This episode is going to be sort of a mini diary. I'm going to be unveiling or just revealing some of the amazing things that have happened since I've started this podcast and that we are celebrating 1 million downloads. (laughs) And so I want to do a special episode about just my journey to this point and the fact that I'm even here. And quite honestly, can I be honest with you guys? I had no doubt that I would reach a million downloads. Once I set my mind to something, I go for it. And I am not afraid to do things that are scary. I guess I should say that differently. I am always afraid. Um, So if you are afraid doing things, that's normal. Like the fear of anything that you're doing right now, something that's scary to you, the not knowing if it's going to work, but going after it anyway, that takes courage. And if there is any quality that has allowed me to do any of the things that I've done in my lifetime, it has been courage. Because I'm not going to lie to you, I'm always scared or mostly scared. And then things don't, things are not as scary as I start doing them. So I really wanted this episode to kind of just be really relaxed, laid back, talking about reaching 1 million downloads. Woohoo! And then what I've learned along the way, tips that I picked up, lessons I've learned. And then hopefully while you're listening to this, you can apply some of this to your journey, whether you are talking about your own personal financial journey, whether you are starting a business, whether it's your career, whatever it is, I want you to take the inspiration that you hopefully get from this episode and from my journey and apply it to you and you start making headway to your goals. Okay, to celebrate the 1 million total download mark for the Journey to Launch podcast, I am doing some special things. First up is I'm opening doors to the Money Launch Club. So the Money Launch Club is the membership community for journeyers just like yourself. So if you listen to this podcast, you're a journeyer, (laughs) meaning you are on your way to financial freedom and independence. You are on the path. You are committed to your goals and to the life that you want and deserve. And so with that, to have a supportive place that gives you the community, so meeting people just like you, the tools, the education, the plan, you get all all of that in the Money Launch Club. Now it's an online community, but there's also in-person meetups. We had in-person meetups in New York and in Dallas where members organized and met with each other to accomplish their goals. It's been so amazing. We also have monthly classes. So every month we do a group coaching class with me. So I get on and I get to know members better and what's challenging them. We also have a book club. So that's been amazing. Every other month we pick a book and we read it and we come and we discuss it together. There's also podcast after show chats. And so if you liked a particular guest or guests come on into the 
launch club and they share more about their story and you you can ask them questions and it's been such a great part of the community and plus i invite my personal finance experts friends to come in and teach about topics so we've had classes on credit and mindset and career you name it and what's best is all of these classes are recorded so even if you can't make it live you get access to the library so you get all that plus community plus all of the tools to help you reach financial independence and freedom included in the launch club is my 10 step to financial independence framework. And so literally it guides you through 10 steps of what you need to do to create your financial freedom plan. And so come on, like this is an amazing community. So I hope you can join us. It's at money launchclub.com if you want more information doors will be open only for about another week so if you're listening to this in real time we're opening doors for maybe just a week and then i'm closing it again to focus on all the new members and members inside and so i hope you will be one of them that join us plus if you join so you can join monthly or you can join annually when you join the launch club annually you get two free months so you get two months for free and you get the budget boot camp. So if you're struggling with a budget, you need help figuring out a budget, you get that class and you get the wealth manual, a manual you can download that goes over just building wealth. Those are all things you get for free when you join annually, but you can also join monthly. Okay. Once again, go to moneylaunchclub.com to join us. The second announcement is that I have, my team and I have created a podcast index. This podcast index allows you to search all the episodes of the Journey to Launch podcast. So basically by topic. So if there's a certain topic that you like, like real estate investing, or you want to know more about credit or taxes or people who have actually reached financial independence and you want to hear their stories, or maybe you like my question and answer episodes or my solo episodes, you can look by topic and category all the episodes. And so I think it's an amazing resource and that way you can binge on the topics you like. Go to journeytolaunch.com slash podcast index to get that. And that's absolutely free. So also, if you maybe have someone who you're like, you know what, you need to listen to this podcast, send them there and then they can go by category on the things that they're interested in. So journeytolaunch.com slash podcast index. So before we start getting into everything, I just want to say thank you for tuning in. It's because of you that we made it this far. There are a million other podcasts that you can be listening to, but you tune in every week. You listen to me you support me and you leave reviews, the Apple podcast review. I think at this point, the last time I checked, it was at almost 800 reviews on Apple podcast, which is really hard to get. Let me tell you, people do not like leaving reviews. <laughs> so I appreciate that. I appreciate all the love and support when you guys send me messages and you tell me how much the content from just the podcast alone has changed your life, have improved your finances and what you thought was possible blows my mind. So I'm here be partly, mostly because of you. And we're going to talk a bit about that and what that means to me and how it helped my journey. Now, if you are on social media, so meaning if you have an Instagram account, you should be following me. Hello, I'm at Journey to Launch. I also am on Facebook and Twitter as Journey to Launch. So look me up, follow me there so you can stay in the know. The best, best way to keep in touch, right? So sometimes I have to record these episodes in advance because of my schedule and trying to make sure I give you an episode every week. So while I hate doing that, like I wish I could just like record the episode the day it releases so that way you have the most up-to-date information. But logistically, that would be a nightmare for everyone on my team and myself. I have to do it in advance. So if you really want to keep up-to-date with what's going on, announcements, giveaways, 
special programs that I'm doing, um, and I'll talk about that a little later, then you have to get on my email list. I only send out an email once a week. So it's not, you know, it's not that bothersome, I don't think. If you enjoy the podcast, you'll enjoy the emails. It's updates about the podcast, myself and what's going on. So to get on that so you don't miss a thing and you're in the know and to get some goodies, go to journeytolaunch.com slash join. Then that should take you to the option to join my weekly newsletter list. Also, don't forget to continue to tell people about this. This is the only way we're going to grow. And with that, let's hop into this episode. Now, I have this love affair or this hate and love relationship with actually recording solo episodes. It's so wild because you guys like to hear my solo episodes and it's something that I want to do more of and I'll talk about doing more of that. But it's like literally something that I'm always like wondering, how do I sound? Am I going to mess up? It's really, it's really weird and stupid that I still feel this way, still working through that. But I bring that up to say that if I can create a podcast where I'm speaking to what amounts to about like 60, the podcast right now is getting, let's say average of 60,000 downloads total per month. If I can do that with the fear inside of me, these like unrealistic expectations that I sometimes put on myself then anything that you're thinking that you're scared of doing, you can do, trust me. So I want to talk a little bit about what this process has been like to get to a million downloads. Now, some of you have been listening from the very beginning, right? So this podcast started a little over two and a half years ago. July, 2017, I believe was like the first time the first episode was released. And it's been over two and a half years that I've done this. And the way in which I've leveled up in the process, right? What I've been able to do has been kind of crazy. And just to take you a little further back with Journey to Launch, just in case you just found out about who I am, you're like, who is this girl yapping on this mic? I'm Jamila Soufrant, and I am a daughter of immigrants. So actually, I was born on the beautiful island of Jamaica. And I came here when I was a little under two years old. I have an episode with my mom that you should listen to if you really want the backstory on how I came to this country and how she really gave me my starting point. But she's the reason why I'm here and I'm able to do what I, I'm doing. Because as a single mom and having me really young, she had me at 20 years old. She had no clue with really what she was doing. And then on top of that, she had to leave me behind in Jamaica when she came to the United States to set herself up for a better life. And in the episode, which I'm actually looking up, I should have written the episode number down and I'll tell you in a bit. But in the episode that she came on and she talked about it, she said that she literally had like a week or two to decide if she was going to leave me behind in Jamaica while she went into the United States to New York. So my grandfather came to her and said, your papers came through. You have an opportunity to go to the U.S. We, I, I didn't, there's nothing really, Jamila can't go. You have a week to make this decision. And she had to, I think it was like eight or nine months, she had to make that decision to leave me so she can come to this country to set herself up. And she had to leave me for quite a bit of time. And I can't, like, I'm a mom now. I have three small kids. I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. And I would do that too because the kind of courage that she has in her and what she was able to do to be able to set me up. Like I have that same type of courage where even though it would be scary and sad, I know the outcome would be such a benefit than staying safe, but still, you know, it was hard for her. So she did that. Anyway, she did all of that 
to provide a better life. And she was really young too. So I'm in, I started having kids in my early thirties. She had me at 20. So not only was she single, you know, my father wasn't really around at all, honestly, to help raise me that she had to figure this out all on her own. So imagine like coming to a country, not knowing anyone, anything. I mean, she had family here that obviously it helped, but it was like, I can't imagine, right? So I say I get my courage and my willingness to thrive from my mom. Because when she came here, she worked her butt off to put herself in a better position. She went to school while she worked part-time. She worked minimum wage jobs. She did what she had to do to make sure that she was giving me the type of start that I needed. And so that's kind of like what shaped me. That's what I saw growing up. I saw a lot of hard work. She also taught me to save. So that was very helpful. So I've always been a good saver. But when it came to building wealth, I really didn't have a framework for that. And it wasn't until like, I've always had big dreams though, right? So I always thought that I wanted to do a lot with my life. Like I I was always that kid that always questioned things. I'm like, why do things have to be the way like that it needs to be? Like, why does it have to be what people tell me to do? Like, I hate being told what to do. And so when I was young, I was like, I just want to be rich. Like I know what money can do and I want to be wealthy. And it wasn't until I started to like work, right? And I had jobs since I was 14 years old, saved as much as I could, did as much as I could. Oh, and so that interview with my mom is episode 75. So if you want to check that interview out, go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 75. Okay, (laughs) back to the scheduled programming. Now, I wanted to do as much as I can. So I saved money, didn't know how to build wealth. And I worked since I was 14. And luckily, I got an internship that allowed me in college to earn some good money for, you know, 18, 19 year old. And I started saving most of my checks there. And I had a unique opportunity to buy my first condo right out of college at about age 22. That's when I went into contract for it. And I closed on that condo two years later because it was pre-construction. So I grew up in New York and the area that I bought my condo in is called Dumbo, Brooklyn. I'm going to do a whole episode about this whole, my whole real estate experience and my love for real estate because it runs deep. And so I bought this condo. I went into contract at 22 years old, closed on it at 24 in this like neighborhood that like I, I didn't know really much about. It was up and coming, but I just said to myself, you know what? I want to own something. And this seems like it's the only thing I can afford this little studio apartment and I'm going to go for it. And it took a lot of sacrifice to get there in terms of saving up the enough money to close on it. But luckily for me, all of the stars aligned in terms of the timing of the market and the area and me even just having the resources that I had to be able to do it. And so when I closed on the apartment, this was in an area called Dumbo, Brooklyn. So it stands for down under the Manhattan Bridge overpass. And so doing that allowed me to really, before I even knew I was on this journey of financial freedom, like it put me like on the map. It's been the best decision I made because it was a risk going into this pre-construction condo like I had no clue like just coming out of school my my income barely covered the mortgage so as I was saving for it to be completed I had to save money to live when it was completed so I can actually like pay the mortgage and my living expenses but you know I went to contract so by the time I closed it it actually was worth more money I think that was like one of the first times that I saw what was possible through taking risk and going for things and not playing it safe Because I could have just kept that money and said, all right, I'm just going to keep it. I have no clue what to do. But there was something in me that said, why not me? When I saw that there were other people in my family, especially my my grandmother who came here with absolutely nothing 
and she was able to buy a three family house or I would say these neighborhood millionaires doing what they did. I was like, okay, I got to figure out a way. So all that to say, I think I had all, all the makings of someone who wanted to go for things and wasn't afraid. Well, was afraid, but still did it anyway. And with that, I feel like I really started my journey. Like it really prompted me to have a good start on my financial freedom journey, even though I didn't know it then. Then as the story goes, as maybe some of you guys can relate to, I started working full time after graduating from school and I was earning, you know, okay money. And I, I remember I, so I graduated um, and I started making $55,000. That was my salary when I first graduated from college. And that was years ago. Um, <laughs> and I knew over time, like, okay, I can make more money in this career because I specifically went after a business degree because I wanted to earn as much money as possible. I had no clue like what that was going to look like, but I said, well, at least if I work in corporate America, like, or in business, I can make money. Luckily for me and with my, you know, with some hard work, not just luck, got into a program in Rhodes, which was the internship that I had, which then allowed me to get a full-time job. So with this full-time job, I started to earn uh, money. And again, I, as soon as I started to work, I said to myself, I'm not going to work after 30 years old for anyone else. I just felt that in my bones because I hated the fact that people had to ask for time off or to ask to take vacations. And I remember like saying to myself, that's not me. Like, there's no way I'm going to be asking anyone for anything. Like I'm going to work to a way where I'm just going to like become a millionaire or make a lot of money. And I had no clue how. And so I tried a few things. I've tried a couple businesses thinking like, okay, this is going to be it. So I tried an online magazine (laughs) with my best friend, Shalia, who's still my best friend to this day. And it was for a woman of color. It was called Empress Magazine. And we're like, okay, this is going to be it. We're going to be like the next essence. And Clutch Magazine, I don't know if you guys are familiar, if you're as (laughs) back in the day, there was something called Clutch Magazine and a couple other magazines. And I was like, we're going to be like that, but bigger, right? We're going to be like the new essence. And we did that for a couple of years. And even though like I thought it was we thought it was great, we started to like kind of get into like the, the mundane life like after graduation and we're like, all right, this is not going to work. Like this is not no this is no longer a passion. Like now we have jobs that we actually don't really love and now we're kind of side hustling doing this other thing that we don't love. So, you know, what's the point? So eventually we did stop doing that. Then, you know, separately, I was always interested in real estate. So I got my real estate license because I thought, okay, I'm gonna sell like apartments or houses. And did that, didn't like it. <laughs> then I got actually into vending machines. That was actually very interesting. That needs to be a whole separate episode. And invested a lot of money into a couple of vending machines that that also did not work out. That wasn't the thing. And so for a long time, I was like, well, I'm trying all these things. Like, unless I win the lottery, like what, like, how am I going to reach this goal of never working for anyone else? Like, I guess I just need to work and be happy with what I'm given. And me with my normal just day-to-day thinking said all right i'll just like forget about this dream of never working for anyone else i just live a good life i'll make a lot of money in this job in this career i'll climb the ranks and i'll figure it out another way it wasn't until i was pregnant in my early 30s with my first son and i've told this story every time like someone asks me about like what really prompted me to change and to like figure this out is that i was pregnant and i said to myself okay I'm pregnant now. Um, and I had this horrible commute. It took me three to four hours. I need to get my story straight because <laughs> some days I, I feel like I say three hours. Some days I say four hours, whatever. It was a lot of damn hours that one day being pregnant on the road, coming home from work. And I remember distinctly saying, uh, uh-uh, uh, 
this will not be my life. Like it can't be fell down the rabbit hole of searching for what financial freedom, like how to reach financial freedom, how to quit my job, all these things that you, you may have um, Googled yourself, which is maybe how you found me and found out about podcasts and blogs and people talking about becoming millionaires, but like doing it in a way in which like there weren't necessarily starting companies. Like if the byproduct of them saving and investing helped them start a company that was a byproduct, but it was like they were doing this from their regular jobs. Like they were teachers, they um, were engineers, they they sometimes had high paying income, sometimes they didn't, but they were leveraging the income they made to reach wealth. And that was a new concept for me because previously I thought the only way to build wealth was to like win the lottery, start a multi-billion dollar, million dollar business or, you know, invest in like real estate, like, you know, become a real estate mogul, kind of like own a lot of stuff. Didn't know that like you can like kind of just be a next door millionaire, right? You can like work in a job and do that. So when I found that out, I was like, oh, game on. I have to figure out how to do this. So that's kind of what prompted me to research and to really dig deep to find out about financial freedom and independence. Started the journey to launch as a blog. So I was like, okay, this would be a cool blog because I'm hearing and seeing stories of other people doing this. And there's a lack of someone who looks like me, who talks like me doing this. Like, you know, I want to just show basically myself that I can do this. So kind of put it out to the world, to the like two people reading the blog, what I was doing. And my intention when I started journey to launch was like, okay, this could be something, but I didn't know what it could be. And I said to myself, I'm going to like kind of chronicle my journey to financial freedom and independence. So I officially started it like I'd say around 33 because I distinctly remember saying I'm going to get it's going to take me seven years to reach my version of financial independence where I could quit my corporate job and not have to work for like in the corporate structure again. Like I can do what I wanted to do for work. And so I remember like setting that and writing a blog post about it. Maybe I can find that blog post and put it in the episode show notes, even though it's super embarrassing because my writing is probably horrendous, but (laughs) I will try to share it um, if I find it. And so I did that and I started just sharing my journey, started an Instagram account, started to kind of connect with other people who were blogging about it. But then my love for podcasting always was there because I had such a long commute that like literally my car became my like just like I devoured so much hours of podcast and inspiration and then because I listened to it on like one and a half two times it like it it saved me time so in if I had a commute for like an hour and a half two hours one way I can like get through almost three podcast episodes one way so imagine that like I was listening to maybe three to six podcast episodes a day driving five days a week for years for a couple years well for years but then when I had journey to launch I said to myself you know what like I enjoy writing not really (laughs) like it takes me forever to write hmm I wonder if I should just start a podcast because then like I mean podcasts like finding podcasts and learning from podcasts literally changed my life so what if for me to get my story out there and my information out there I can do that and so It was then that I kind of just said, let me try the podcasting route because the podcast might be the way to go instead of writing. And so that was like after like a year of having like the blog. And by then I started to become more open with my financial journey. So I was sharing stuff, but I wasn't really putting myself in the forefront. Right. So I just like if you go way back, which I actually don't want you to do, so I shouldn't tell you to do that. But if you were to scroll all the way back to my um, beginning of my Instagram, like it was really just quotes 
maybe I had a couple pictures of myself, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to be judged. I want to put myself out there. And I don't really want people in my real life to know what I'm doing. Like maybe I can just be like semi-anonymous and not really share numbers. And so um, things were like kind of slow when I did it that way. But when I started sharing, you know what? Like, let's just put it out there. Like you get inspired by the numbers. So just put your numbers out there. And so I remember like the first time I said, when I counted like what we were able to do, like, wait a second, like in one year doing these things, we were able to save and invest $85,000. So I like had my goal, but then when we were able to do it, I was like, all right, I'm going to write about this. So I wrote a blog post, kind of put that up. And that really like people got interested because they were like, wait a second, who's this? Like, who's doing this and how are you doing this? And so when I started the podcast, one of my first episodes was explaining like how we saved and invested $85,000. And, you know, it was good because I felt like through the medium of podcasting, I was able to kind of really like dive deep and you kind of got to hear how I talk. And I just felt like it was a better way to connect with people. And so I started the podcast a little over two and a half years ago to to share my journey, but to also have a platform where I could bring on other people and share their journeys because I was listening to a lot of podcasts and they were great, but I just, I knew exactly what I wanted to see in the world. I was like, I need more diversity. I need to showcase more people who look like me that are doing this. And I need to give more people tools, right? Cause I knew part of it was so many people don't even know this is an option. Like if in my curiosity in my twenties, if I had known that this was something that people were doing, even if I wasn't maybe ready or whatever that looked like, I know I would have taken more action earlier on and I would have been further ahead. So I said, even if journey to launch just serves as a method for people to like, like just know about this and then they can understand and maybe do some more research. But like, I want to be that kind of like door for people like the same way there were, you know, I listened to podcasts like radical personal finance and, um, Mr. Well, Mr. Money mustache. That was more a blog. And then, um, the other one was the mad scientist. Like I was listening to all those podcasts, but I'm just like, all right, what if I can be that for other people where they learn about financial freedom and independence and this life that they didn't know existed. So that's what prompted me to really like start the podcast. And I made a commitment the day I started the podcast that I was going to be consistent as F. I'm not going to like say the full word because I said to myself, this is what I like from other podcasts. I love when they're consistent. I love, I knew what stood out for me. So I knew the exact type of format and kind of show I wanted to create. I knew the host of podcasts. Like I knew what they did that I liked. I knew what they did that I didn't like. And so for me, that really allowed me to create like a platform, this podcast to what it is. And really this podcast, like it's a major part of journey to launch right now. It's like the main part and way I get information out. It comes out every week. I have not missed an episode for over two and a half years. I'm proud of that. I can't say that that's going to always be the case. Like I don't see anything wrong with taking breaks and seasons. Like I'm probably will do that in the future, but I just feel like I'm all about momentum and I feel like I'm, I am picking up steam and I just don't want to stop. I have not missed an episode. I've had um, a child in the midst of the podcast. Like literally, like I gave birth, I believe on Monday, the podcast came out on Wednesday. Um, and, and subsequently after that, like never missed an episode, even with a newborn and three kids at home, even being pregnant and working my long hours, like I did it. And so I'm really proud of that because I think that consistency shows through how the podcast 
has grown. Oh, just go back a little bit. So that first year when we saved, we saved 85,000 and the second year, I believe it was 83 or 84, but overall in total, we saved $169,000, saved and invested $169,000. And then that year that I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter. So I have three kids, five years old, three years old, and now one. But when I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter, I made the decision at that moment. So I was like, I want to figure out a way that I don't have to go back to work. So instead of like saving and investing in our retirement accounts aggressively, what we started doing was saving and investing, well, towards kind of like this FU fund, this bridge fund, so that I can pursue what I'm doing now full time. So basically entrepreneurship, because I said, well, if other people are doing podcasts full time or they have financial media companies and they're doing all this stuff, why can't I do it? So I say that all to say when I started, it was really to showcase my journey. Like I thought I was going to be working until 40 I'm saving and investing as much as I can, but then having kind of like this side thing. And then it quickly, quickly morphed into, wait a second, what is possible for me if I really went all in? And so while I was uh, pregnant with my daughter and still doing the podcast, I think it was like a year in, that's when I changed strategies to say, okay, I'm going to like find a way to have freedom right now and to reach my goals right now, but then set ourselves up still to be okay. Hence now, when I did have my daughter, I was actually able to quit my job. And so I have an episode about that if you have not heard that. So that was my I quit episode. That was episode 61. So journeytolaunch.com slash episode 61. If you want to hear about what that journey was like, um, you know, uh, quitting my very safe and stable job where I could have just kept on that route and reached all my financial independence goals and more to basically jump in and really pursue uh, my passion and to to do things my own way. So did that and it was scary, but I, the podcast really helped me. It helped me do that because by the time that I started to get really serious, I said to myself, well, the podcast is not like making any money really, like consistent money, but the how this resonates, the response that I'm getting, like this, there's something here that I have to explore that if I don't explore, like I'm going to regret. So I just wanted to, I know I just gave like a <laughs> a little bit of a rambling on the backstory, but that was really for if you really are just new to who I am and why I do what I do or how I really just started, like that is basically what started it. But I did want to focus on all the amazing things that have happened since starting the podcast. And they have been so amazing. So the first thing I kind of alluded to was I quit my job. <laughs> I quit my full-time safe, quote, quote unquote, safe job. And I found the freedom that I was working towards like immediately. So now I'm able to walk my kids to school, take my kids to school and do all these things and have flexibility in my schedule. Like this was what I was like longing for. And I would not have been possible without really going for it with the podcast. And while this is still like a journey, so right now I'm in the stages of building the business, making it profitable, consistently profitable, that, you know, it's it's a struggle in itself, but I've learned so much along the way. So this podcast is a huge part of that because if it were not for growing the audience, if it were not for the feedback that I got, I would not have really felt comfortable to walk away from like that stable income to this uncertainty without that. So the second thing, impact. Oh my gosh. So the impact of this podcast. So I often forget that you guys are listening. Like, I mean, literally, like if you saw me right now, I'm actually hiding in my bedroom because my kids are off today 
And so literally it's like me talking into a mic, like looking at random things in my bedroom. And so when this goes out into the world, it's kind of easy to forget or it's easy to forget how many people like listen. So I know based on like your responses that like you're getting a lot from it and you're like, wow, this changed my life. But it's it's hard when you're kind of just sitting like by yourself in a room talking to yourself, like how it's really going to impact. But I would say the coolest thing, there's a couple cool things that have happened, but so far the coolest thing that have happened and I'll link to it in the show notes. So I usually ask people like how you found out about me. Right. And I got this response where the person said, I actually found out about you because I was online. I was checking out at Banana Republic. I don't even know if I should say their name because they're not sponsoring this episode, but I was checking out at Banana Republic and I was speaking with a friend about how I needed to save and work on my finances. And the cashier overheard and mentioned that your podcast helped her manage her finances. So this was something someone wrote to me. And I was like, wow, like that has been the coolest way. Like talk about word of mouth. Like this was just someone overhearing someone and then saying, hey, you should listen to this podcast. So I posted that on my Instagram. And so if it could not get even cooler than that. So I posted that, right? That quote that the person said, hey, I found you because this cashier told me about you. The cashier saw this on my Instagram, like who, like what are the odds, you know, the ca- you listen to me right now, but maybe you don't follow me, right? But this cashier like happened to be following me, happened to see my posts because not every post that I post, everyone sees, right? Like the algorithm for Instagram doesn't show everyone everything. And so the cashier said, me, I'm the cashier. Oh my God, Right insane so the cashier recognizes through a post that i made that she's the one that put this person on then as it gets even crazier because i'm just like well this is my mind is being blown like what is happening the person who wrote that that said they found me responded to the cashier and said hey you told me about the podcast thank you so much it's things like that where i'm just like wow this is bigger than me despite whatever sometimes when i want to be like screw this i'm going back to get a job (laughs) and the the in the ups and downs and the roller coaster that is life and entrepreneurship and momhood and all these things like this this is the kind of stuff that says to me like this is bigger than you this is bigger than your fears bigger than your doubts you need to keep going because there are people that need to see this that need this message and then the other cool thing i think i'd mention this in another episode is that when i was um in mexico for a retreat someone saw and noticed me who listened to the podcast in the um, customs line and said, Hey, I li- are you like, do you have a podcast? Are you Jamila? And I'm like, yeah. And so all the way in Mexico, like this person, and I wish I um, I had her name um, said to me, like, I listen to you. Like, thank you. And I'm just like, this is insane. And to think like, we're just getting started. This is all just starting. Like we're only at a million downloads. Come on. Like we could do, we, 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 we're just getting started. This is so fun. So things like that make me realize and meeting you in person. So I go to FinCon every year. Well, this is my third year going and meeting people who are also on this journey, right? So it's unique that some of you guys are just following me strictly for personal finance reasons. Like you have no like care about starting a business or even a personal finance like blog or podcast or whatever. It's just like, I just wanted to learn how to reach my financial goals. Thank you, Jamila. Then there's like another segment of people who are just like, also following me because they want to see what I do with this business. Like they're like, you inspire me. So when I went to FinCon and I met so many journeyers who are also in the midst of starting their brands, their blogs, podcasts, and businesses, it was even just more like, they're looking at me like, 
one of the reasons I'm here is because of you or I feel motivated and encouraged that I could do this because of what you've been able to do. So amazing. That impact has been amazing. Number three. So this is number number three is I am on TV every week locally here in New York City. Kind of crazy. I would have never thought that my journey to doing all this would lead me to be on TV. And so I'm on News 12. It's a local channel here um, every week with Christy Reader. She's the new newscaster that uh, I do the segment with. And every week we're talking about different money segments, right? And so I'll I'll link to those money segments. So even if you're not local, you can watch those. So I'll put that in the episode show notes for this so you can take a look at it. But wow, it's been definitely over a year. I forgot how exactly. Yeah, it's been over a year that we've been doing this. Every week we have a segment. And Chrissy just told me actually that the the segment is getting expanded so usually it's like a couple minutes and now it's going to be like, I think 10 or 15 minutes, she said. So I would have never thought like getting on camera those first times. Now it's not live, which is great. So that way, like we can always like retape if we kind of flub things. But just to be on camera and like to be on the local like news here, which is like one of the New York City's like one of the biggest markets like in the United States for television is kind of insane. And yeah, it's funny because locally some people will say, are you that girl on News 12? I'm like. So I think it's cool because the podcast, literally, like Christy, when we first met, she said that we got introduced by a mutual friend, Erica from The Newsworthy. Thanks, Erica, again for that. Erica, The Newsworthy, um, that's a podcast. And so she introduced us. And Christy said that before she met me, she listened to the podcast. She was like, you know, I kind of wanted to just see kind of like what you were like. And she was like, I got a sense of who you were. You're so relatable. And so literally, I feel like the podcast was like my interview, kind of like my pre-interview before, in, like interviewing with her and the manager of the station, like to, or the programmer manager to say that they would want me as to do this. So that's been amazing because I eventually see myself having a show maybe. And so this is, this is like just a great way to practice how I am on camera, to work out nerves. And it's just, it's just an honor to be able to serve like my local community in this way and talk about money. Okay. Four things that have been amazing or that have happened from starting this podcast. Remember, this is the 1 million download episode. So I'm just kind of sharing the things that have transpired since starting the podcast. Okay. Four speaking gigs and workshops. So another thing that I did not imagine that I'd be doing is like doing workshops and speaking. And I tell you that I'm nervous to like do solo episodes in like my house where I'm talking to just the mic, even though I know you guys will hear it. Right. So me going on stage or in front of a lot of people is also not something I'm just like, oh, that's easy. And as a result of the podcast and as a result of people kind of knowing what I do, I've been able to do a couple workshops. Um, I've done some workshops at the wing, which were amazing. I've also, I've also did my first like major speaking gig, which was awesome because the topic was so in line. Like, you know, sometimes you'll be asked to do something like a speaking, speak on something that's like, oh, this is like so boring, but this was so in line with everything that I do. And so I was speaking about trust and how companies can foster that trust and really be partners for their customers on their financial destiny. Uh, and I did that speaking in like gig and I prepared for it. I hired a coach to help me with my speech. Like I was like all in because I was like, this is the first time I'm going to be on stage like this. And it went really well. So that actually happened um, in September. And I got such good feedback from the organizers. They were like, I we've, we've seen a lot of people like the CEO of the company said, we've seen a lot of people do this. 
you were good. You tailored the information to what people wanted to hear, like the audience. And I was impressed. And for me, that's a big deal. Because remember, that's like my first major kind of like speaking gig, which is funny because I don't think they knew that. Thanks. <laughs> but, you know, I'm the kind of person where it's just like, oh, you're going to you're going to pass me the ball. I'm going to shoot like I'm and if I miss, I miss. But I'm not going to like I'm not going to pass that down. Right. And so it's funny because I felt like, wow, if I did that, like I know, especially from the feedback, especially from how I felt on stage, like I can do a lot more of that. So that was pretty cool. And again, I think that's all been as a result of having this podcast and people getting a sense of who I am and me proving myself in this industry as a voice to follow, to listen to, and that people respect. So that was pretty cool. Oh, five, meeting people that I once admired or like, you know, um, thought that, okay, like they're so cool, like it'd be nice to meet them. And now that they're, they're literally like my colleagues they, or friends and they know who I am. And so it's this collaboration over competition that's amazing in the personal finance space. But I remember like listening to certain people's podcasts. Like, so for example, I used to listen to Farnoosh's So Money podcast all the time. I remember hearing Grant Sabatier on a couple of podcasts before I like, I even, you know, had my podcast. And I remember saying like, wow, those people are like, so cool. Like, it'd be kind of cool to know them or meet them. And now like, I am actually friends with them. Like, there are now people who I can actually like, call or ask for advice or help if they need something from me. And so it's that kind of stuff where, you know, you think that things are out of reach or that's for them. And, but as you start on your journey, it's not like I, I, I intentionally said, I'm going to be friends or meet these people for these reasons. It's just like, I just put my head down, did my work. And it's almost just like these kind of things happen because I do really do believe that you're putting people's lives or people are putting your lives so that you can ascend together. And so this consistently happens for me. So the next person that this needs to happen with is Oprah. <laughs> okay. This is uh number six. Okay. So selling and earning money. All right. So this has been very interesting for me from starting the podcast, right? So there's tons of ways that you can like earn money, like in this business. And, you know, I actually, when I worked, I feel like it's way easier to earn money if you're like just getting a check from a company, right? Like, cause you only have to like interview that one time and you get the job and then you just have to do a decent job, right? You can kind of coast. Like most people are, maybe if you, this sounds familiar, but um, you can coast on, you know, at your job and you kind of still get paid. And so that's fine. But when you have your own business, you cannot coast. You can't like, basically you eat what you kill, meaning like you have to go after what you want. And so it's been interesting because my whole message to you, journeyers, is that you need to earn as much money as you can, like that, if that's your goal, right? If, if, if you want to earn money, you have every right to deserve the money that you want that is inherently deserving. You're deserving of it. But there's no way that I can confidently tell you that if I don't believe that myself. And so going into business myself and needing to show up to provide value to you, to you listening, to create something that will help change your life, but also like help sustain my family. It's really been a crazy journey for that. And so I'm, I'm getting so much better. I'm so excited about some of the things that I have I'm rolling out. But it's like that for me has been like over the past since starting Journey to Launch and especially the podcast has been a crash course in knowing my worth because I will admit like I have not really stepped up and demanded my worth in this marketplace. I, I know that I'm underselling myself. So it's like crazy because it's like, why, why should you believe me that you should earn more 
that you can be wealthy if I'm not if I'm not as someone who you're looking at doing the same. So it's been crazy. I've had so many breakthroughs with my own money and my own journey. I'll be doing an episode more about that, more about my personal journey too, um, and finances. But it's been great because I don't think without this podcast, I'd be able to unlock these levels because I'd be in my safe job, kind of getting my safe check, hiding behind that safe check. Whereas this is like, I'm forced to step out and say, hey, you know what? I do want to be wealthy. And in order to do that, and I want to earn money, my family deserves it. I deserve it. I got to ask for what I deserve. Okay. Number seven, trust, patience, and forgiveness. So this is applies to anyone, I believe, is that you're going to make mistakes. Things are not going to be perfect the way you want it to be. There are like tons of times I'm just like, oh, I wish this could be better. I wish this could look better. I wish this could sound better. It's like that gap between where you are and where you want to be. And the thing about it is if you get caught up in the gap of what's not, you'll just stay stuck. And you'll not even enjoy what you're doing. And that's not to say you won't want more and want to improve your craft or how much money you make or whatever that looks like for you. But you have to like trust the process. And so sometimes you just have to take the next step. And sometimes it's not necessarily the ultimate step. It's just the next best step. And sometimes when you take that next step, you realize that, oh, I shouldn't have taken that step. But you won't know that until you move forward. And so I've done that a lot with my journey with the podcast, my business. I'm like, should I do this? Should I invest in this course? Or should I go down and pursue this thing? But what if it's not the right thing? But it's like me just sitting here and not doing it is not helping. It's like, I, I I rather go for it and realize that I was wrong so I can change courses. And so having that trust, patience, and forgiveness in myself has really helped me move things forward um, for the business and the podcast. Number eight is I've been featured in some like cool and just like notable publications, Money Magazine, Business Insider, Essence, BuzzFeed. So BuzzFeed listed Journey to Launch as one of the podcasts, one of the 27 podcasts that you should listen to in 2018. That was pretty cool. And so things like that, where it's just like, these are things that, you know, I read or I see and I admire in terms of just like that social proof, like, wow, like you made it. And to be mentioned or featured in that way. Like it's such an honor. And so I still have big visions. I envision myself being on the cover of some of these things one day. (laughs) So let's see if we can make that happen. But it's just things like that. Like I don't, without starting the podcast, without doing what I did, I don't don't think any of that would have been possible. Nine, uh, brand partnerships and collaborations. So this kind of goes along with kind of money, but not really. So it's been great because with monetizing the podcast and just journey to launch and myself, right? So being able to earn money, has been important, right? Like to be able to still have this podcast to give you this free. Remember this, this is a, this is free content, but then to be able to transform lives deeply the way I want to, like I have to earn money. So, you know, in terms of like selecting who I work with and you'll see that, right? Like you'll start hearing ads or you'll start seeing me partner with companies that like I really believe in or we align in value. Like that's important to keep this running so that you get this show for free. And so I've turned down a lot more. I believe I said this before. I've turned down a lot more things that I've said yes to because at the end of the day, it's not just about the money. You know, I want to make sure that you've given me your ears, your hours of like listening to me. I do not take that lightly. And so anything or anyone that I bring on this show, any company that I choose to work with, I'm I'm working with because I, I think that they can be a benefit to you. And so that's been pretty cool because it's allowed me to also kind of, 
do things that I didn't think like I could do. So like write articles for companies and um, do videos for companies. And I just feel like this is just starting for me. A lot of this will also, I think, happen more in the future. So it's pretty cool. And I love that I'm able to be in a position of power to say no, right? And that I like have complete control and I can say, you know what, that doesn't work or you know what, that does work. Um, so that's been a cool experience. And then number 10, I think it just wraps everything up. It's just doing things I've never imagined. So many people have like dreams that they never go after. Like what happens to a dream deferred, right? And so many of us push down our dreams and just don't go after it because we're scared to really go for it. And I mean, go for it. Like I will never regret doing this. And the impact, whether the money is there yet or not, I know it will come. And so that's not really a concern, but it's like, it's amazing that while on the journey to financial freedom and independence, like I started this thing, you know, journey to launch. And I never thought in a million years that I'd give up the safe job where I could reach my financial goals, like a given, like as long as I didn't, you know, I wasn't let go to do something where like this will accelerate my journey and not only accelerate it, but this will like improve my quality of life. You know, as a mom of three, like that's one of my main values is being like a mom and spending time with my kids while I can. So to be able to do this has been like an honor. I just think about how many people don't even know this podcast exists. Like there's a, there's a tiny, tiny percentage of people who actually listen to podcasts. Like if you're probably in like a room full of like, 20 people, I don't know, like ask really how many of them really listen to podcasts and then ask, okay, how many of you listen to the Journey to Launch podcast, right? And so to think about how many more people need to hear this message that they can take control of their lives, reach financial freedom and independence right from where they are, right? That the only limitation is what you put on yourself and what you think you can't do. Like, so that's kind of cool to know, like how many more people need to hear this message and So my goal is to get as many people to hear this call within themselves, right? And if my podcast helps them do that, like, that's what I want. So really, we're just getting started. (laughs) So here's to the next million downloads. I'm hoping to actually make that next million in a shorter amount of time. So let's see if we can make that happen, journeyers. So to do that, here's what I'd love for you to do. Share this episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, you have someone in your life that needs to hear it. This is episode... 124. So this episode 124. So if you want to direct someone to listen to this episode, go to journey to launch or send them to journey to launch.com slash episode 124. Follow me on social media, share this with your social networks. Let's celebrate this 1 million download mark together. Let's get more people to listen and to become journeyers. There's a slew of topics that anyone, like if they're scrolling through the podcast player that they listen to, to figure out like something that catches their attention. Like there's at least one episode that can help you or change your life or start you on the path to figuring out your own journey to financial freedom. So if you could share this episode to um, share this on your social media, share this with one person that you love, that would mean a lot to me. Let's get to that next million faster, right? You know, I'm ambitious. So let's try Let's see how fast, let's see how much faster we can get to this next million mark, right? And again, Just, I'm happy to have you on this journey with me. I really appreciate you and wouldn't be doing this without your support. So until next week, keep on journeying, journeyers. (laughs) 